Hi and welcome to Preserving Palestine by Grazia Middle East. My name is Lina Saadi and for this episode I've invited a 14-year-old rapper based in Gaza that has captured the hearts of thousands around the globe. Please welcome MC Abdul. Hi Abdul, how are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I'm so so honored to have you on Preserving Palestine. I am such a major fan of yours, um all the music that you do, and I think it's incredible to have someone so young be, you know, so immensely talented. Um I mean, you're only 14 years old and it's not every day that the world witnesses someone at that age have such impeccable talent and yet you do and especially the fact that you know you you were born and raised um in what many people call an open air prison uh it just makes it even more incredible that you're you're this talented and and this successful already at such a young age so i wanted to ask um i know you're still currently living in gaza do you have any plans of of moving away moving out of gaza I mean in terms of for your future for your career. Uh yes, I am uh, in Gaza City right now. And yeah, I have dreams to go out, you know, to share my message with the world, you know, form in front of the world, you know, in front of the people. That would be a dream. What would you, you know, uh how would you describe it? Yes, in Gaza City life is pretty tough. You know, we see struggles, you know, all the time. So, you know, we all know that, you know, anything can happen at any moment, you know, a work can start at any moment and you you're just sitting there in your home and you know, you'll never know if you're going to survive or not. That's in God's hands, but um the sad thing about it is that we all know we can't do anything about it, you know, to protect ourselves from the danger, protect our families and you know, survive the tough times. But despite what we are going through, we just You know, we still love life. We we always trying to put a smile on our faces. Mhm. And I can really see that and I think that you are putting smiles on people's faces, you know, through your videos and through the work that you're doing. Um I really mean that. Um so I wanted to ask at what age did you first start rapping and how did your whole journey and your career start? I started rapping when I was 9 years old. Um the goat Eminem is the one that introduced me to all of this. You know, I was uh, six years old when I heard one of his songs that I loved so much. It's called Not Afraid. And when I was nine, which is the age that I started rapping, I was just like, you know, just wanted to try it out. You know, I was just curious, you know, how it, it would turn out. And I was like, this is not bad. And you know, I can do more to improve myself with this. And so, yeah, ever since then, I've um like I I've went through three different stages when I knew like okay that that I was going to take this and improve myself and be a good you know rapper. So the first stage is me you know doing covers for famous MCs, you know for famous songs that came out in the golden era. The second stage is um is when I take some of the songs by the favorite you know rappers that I like, I would take the instrumental to that song and you know just start you know writing to it. That's when my pen game started. you know working and the third stage is here I am I'm doing my own music and I made my debut mixtape congrats on that by the way thanks um I was actually going to ask you who your biggest musical inspiration was and 
you might be shocked by this, but I am the biggest Eminem fan in the world. Like since I was a kid, um, I've been obsessed with Eminem. No one believes me, but I have every single Eminem song memorized um, from start to finish. You saying that he was your biggest inspiration, uh, you can't imagine how that feels for me. I see his influence in your, your lyrics, how poetic your lyrics are, how um, filled with emotion, you know, both your voices are. Uh, I really do see that. Um, any other musical inspirations that you've had when you were younger or until now? Uh, yeah, there are so many, you know, rappers that have, that, you know, inspired me. You know, rappers like, uh, you know, Jay-Z, Nas, Slick Rick, Ice Cube, uh, Cool G Rap, uh, Black Star, Mos Def, Common. All of these great rappers have inspired me. And from each rapper that I said, I memorized like a couple of songs, you know, to improve myself and, you know, improve my writing. And um, after that, I started listening to rappers who address their social issues like Tupac, Lupe Fiasco, and many more. But then I was like, let me go back and find about the roots and, you know, find about how it all started. And so I, I started listening to groups like Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Sugar Hill Gang, Boogie Down Productions, you know, many more. But now I listen to some positive new school rappers. I listen to J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Drake. Those guys are, you know, are insane. And uh, when I hear a song, I don't just look for entertainment in a song. I study, you know, the message that the artist is trying to put out in the song. I study the metaphors. I study the punchlines. I study, you know, the internal rhymes, you know, the rhymes. And yeah, that's how I do it. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, I have to admit, I was, when I was, you know, younger I and I was obsessed with Eminem, I would always go on rapgenius.com and just try to understand every single lyric in every song. Um, my favorite was 25 to Life. I used to love that song so much. Um, but did you say your favorite was Not Afraid? It is the song that introduced me to all of this. I would say my favorite song is Stan. I'm sure you have a lot of stands around the world. I'm one of them. <laughs> um, so you obviously went you know, completely viral over a video that you posted um, a few years ago, rapping about occupation and war um, in front of your school in Gaza. Can you tell me more about that specific um, video and, and the moment that you went viral? Yes. So one day I was rapping for, you know, my crew, my schoolmates, my friends outside of my school. You know, I just did it. And you know, my dad shot a video of me doing that. So I was like, let me post this on Instagram. I didn't know that it was gonna go viral. I just posted it because I love to do it, you know? And I knew that I was gonna go viral, but I didn't know it was gonna go viral off of, you know, just the most simple video where me, I was just rapping for my schoolmates outside of my, you know, refugee school. I was blown away by all the support, you know, that the people gave me. At that time, I didn't have any social media you know, accounts or apps. I don't know how to explain it, but all I was using was Instagram. And all the love, all the messages that I got, you know, from my, you know, from my favorite MCs, you know, the celebrities and the people, you know, it just really meant a lot. I was feeling so blessed. And I can't even imagine how you come up with all of these lyrics on your own. 
um does does anyone help you does is uh you know do, does your dad help you or at least before you got signed uh to a record label um not really i mean i'm the one that comes up with ideas you know after that i just start you know to pick to write just sentences normal normal sentences and you know i just turn them into bars flip it with the beat and that's how it turns out and that specific video uh, in front of your refugee school um Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the, the school bombed or wasn't it uh, demolished? No, it, it wasn't uh, demolished. Oh, maybe that was a, a different video then. It was a different video. There are actually two videos of me, maybe three, of me just rapping outside of, you know, a bombed house, bombed place. You know, me just spitting, you know, some facts, me just spitting some bars, me spitting some feelings and pain, you know, out of, you know, my people my people's hearts and you know what's going on inside my home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In your latest uh, lyrical masterpiece that you posted on Instagram recently, you say, uh, the struggles that I've seen have taught me many lessons. Would you mind sharing some of those painful struggles that you've personally witnessed or experienced in Gaza? I mean, what was one of the most difficult things that you've experienced or, or witnessed, if you don't mind sharing. Like, I'm a kid that grew up in Gaza City. You know, I was born in 2008 where there was a war that was happening. I've witnessed five wars. You know, I've seen the kids, you know, facing the trauma. You know, I saw, you know, many houses, you know, being bombed in front of my own eyes. When I wrote, you know, Palestine, um, that verse where I was, you know, spitting in, you know, in the war that happened in 2021, you know, I was on the rooftop at like 6 or 5 a.m. in the morning. I was holding my pen, you know, just to write. And, you know, I saw, you know, I couldn't I couldn't stop hearing the ambulance. And, you know, the ground was shaking so hard, the building. The, I was like, when I was inside my home, the only way that I can tell, because of how close the missiles, you know, hit, the only way that I can tell if that's our house or not is that you can, you can feel it shaking, but can you feel it like bending down in a way and crumbling? That's how we can tell, you know. Oh my God, I'm so sorry that you have to go through that. I mean, I mean, you had to go through five wars already, and you're only 14. I can't imagine what that's like, and I'm I'm really sorry. And I wish there was, you know, more that I could do, uh, more for the whole world to do. But the fact that you're you're putting all of these messages out there is is more than a lot of people have ever done and will ever do. So you should really. I mean, you should just be so proud of yourself. And I wanted to ask, how do your parents feel? I mean, I can't imagine how supportive and, and proud they are of you. My family has been always supportive, you know, to me since day one. But, you know, sometimes I just, you know, I just be rapping and, you know, writing songs. So sometimes I'd be too loud. And, you know, my mama would sometimes, you know, turn this music off. And um, do do they ever try to get you to to sing in Arabic or rap in Arabic or? So at the moment, I'm focusing on delivering my message, you know, in English. In Arabic, of course, I will try it out, but you know, in my head, it's not right now. You know, I will rap, but you know, not right now. People get blown away when I say this, but you know, I'm more comfortable speaking in English more than Arabic, even though it's my, you know, my, my mother tongue. You know, it's my first language. But yeah, I will rap. Yeah, it's the same for a lot of 
Arabs of younger generations as well. Um, obviously, I'm Palestinian. I'm fully Arab, but um, English. I mean, I've been taught English since since I was born. It, it's been my first language. So, and my mom still still gets mad at me when I speak in English too much. But <laughs> I mean, what can we do? They're the ones that put us in in, in English uh, educations. <laughs> Yeah, I'm speaking English all the time, you know, I'm speaking to my brother in English, to my father, you know, but not for, you know, not, not, not like when I said not for it, I was like, no, not for them. No, you know, not for the homies. So I wanted to also ask war in general, obviously, it often strips you away from your innocence and your childhood. And you're only 14 years old. Do you think that you grew up way too fast because of the the, the, the massacres, the, the injustice that you've witnessed? Because I, I'm speaking to you right now. I don't feel like I'm speaking to a 14-year-old. I look at you on, you know, I, I watch your, your videos, how you rap, how you carry yourself, your body language, um, how you sing, how you write lyrics. I don't feel like you're 14 year, years old. I think you're wiser than 90% of the people that I've met. <laughs> So I, I'm just wondering, do you think that it's made you, it's forced you to grow up too fast? Yes. I'm thinking, like, how can we have time for childhood when, you know, when we could, you know, when I can become a martyr at any moment? Because as I've said before, you know, you'll never know what's going to happen. You'll never know, you know, if a war is going to start, you know, are you going to survive? You know, you'll never know. And... There's, you know, as I said, you know, the struggles, how, how could it, well, like, I've been through struggles and I've seen five wars, I was born in a war. You know, how can we have time for childhood when I've been through all of that? I have a friend that is a neighbor that lives next to me who was shot in his eye with a rubber bullet just for protesting, just for carrying the Palestinian flag. May God be with you all and, and guide you through this tough times, uh, these tough times, you know, and I truly believe that we will in our lifetime, inshallah, see a free Palestine. And I wanted to ask, ever since um, you, you know, you found fame and you got signed by XO, I mean, you are signed by the same label that has some of the greatest artists in the world, from The Weeknd to Belly to so many other incredible names. And now MC Abdul is one of those names. How did your life change since that moment? I am so happy, you know, by, you know, by the support, you know, that all the people, you know, all the people gave me. I was, you know, me being like in label, you know, is the same like as The Weeknd and, you know, Belly uh, and those artists. It just means a lot. It just feels like I've already made it. But, you know, at the same time, I still want to accomplish more things. You know, I want to work on more music. Yeah, improve myself. So... You are obviously signed by, you know, one of the biggest uh, record labels in the entire world that is also, you know, tied to so many household names like The Weeknd, Belly, so many incredible names. And now one of those names is MC Abdul. I want to know how that happened. Did you get in touch with them? Did they get in touch with you? When? How? Tell me everything. Okay, so when I posted my video where I was rapping outside of my school, I was like, you know, checking the comments, I was scrolling down, and then I see um, Rezi, the CEO of Empire, um, typing down, 
please let this kid check his DMs. And so I did. We started, you know, getting talk, getting contact with each other. I started getting, you know, contact with, you know, XO, you know. And I was signed. And I feel so happy that I did, you know, my name next to, you know, those incredible successful people in the music. And I mean, we can't wait to see where life takes you, just like life took them to these amazing places. You know, uh, XO, I think, is such an incredible label. It has so many amazing names, even with Universal Arabic music. There's Eliana, another Palestinian, making waves. Uh, there's you, there's Assam Najjar. There's so many more Palestinian and Arab names that are uh, reaching places because of this incredible record label. And I really can't wait to see where life takes you next. Um, so I wanted to ask, you're only 14 and you already went viral, have been signed by a major record label. And I mean, God knows what else. Um, but do you have any more dreams that you want to accomplish? Any specific dreams? I mean, is there like maybe some artist that you would love to work with one day? You know, I, first of all, I'm so happy by, you know, how far I've came and I feel, you know, so blessed, you know, by all the love and support. Um, you know, I, I still want to, you know, make more music and, you know, I'm born for this. And yeah, one of the dreams that I, that I wish is, you know, maybe collaborate. I know there's so many artists that I'm inspired by, you know, that I just want to meet, you know, I want to collaborate maybe with J. Cole. I know maybe sound impossible, but you know, that's why they named it a dream, but hopefully it can come to reality. It does not sound impossible, trust me. And you need to know that all of these people that, you know, are people that you've looked up to your whole life, they started off just like you, you know? And I mean, if you could make a name from yourself from a place like Gaza that is, you know, that faces catastrophes every single day, um, then you could do anything. You can really do anything. You just need to believe in yourself as, as much as the world does. So you recently released two songs from uh, your debut mixtape. What can we expect from the rest of your uh, unreleased songs from the rest of your mixtape? Is it all going to be about Palestine? So I have uh, an upcoming mixtape. It's called um, I May Be Young. And I released two singles off of it. And the rest, you know, this I put a lot of emotions, you know, to this, you know, my debut mixtape. You know, it talks about me. It talks about, you know, the struggles that I've seen. It talks about, you know, my people. It talks about Palestine. It talks about me as a kid, you know, what are my dreams? You know, I put a lot of that, you know, into my songs. And yeah, I can't wait for it to be released. Can't wait either. Um, when, when can we expect it to be released, by the way? Uh, after Ramadan. Can't wait. So very soon, literally in a few days. Yeah, very soon after Ramadan. Actually, when this episode gets released, it will be released by then. Everyone, please go listen to it. Where can they, they find it? Is it on Apple or Spotify or Anrami or where can they find it? It's available on all platforms. You know, it, it will be out on Spotify and Rami, you know, all the platforms. So my last question to you, um, as a 14-year-old boy living in a city under siege, if you had one message to share 
that you could guarantee, I mean, I could tell you now, every single person in the world is going to hear that message. You, and you have only one message to share. What would that be? Me as a Gaza boy living under the siege, I would say we deserve a better life. And I wish the whole world to live, you know, in peace, freedom, love and unity. That's, that's what I would say. Well, thank you so much, Abdul. It's such, such an honor speaking with you. I can't wait to see where else the world takes you. I can't wait to see you performing all around the world. I will be your very first uh, fan or stan right there cheering you on. And thank you for joining me on Preserving Palestine. Be here and thank you for having me. My name is Lina Sadi, and we thank you for listening to this episode of Preserving Palestine by Grazia Middle East. Tune in for a new episode next Wednesday.